Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, if you own a small business, there's a new deadline you need to know about. Also, if you have the travel bug like I do, I'm going to share with you when you should look to book your next trip. So it's amazing how the rhythms of what people ask me about change over time. I shared with you recently that last year, during the spring, when we had the first wave of the PPP, the Payroll Protection Program, that we were getting paycheck, payroll, whatever, we were getting in excess of 500 questions a day from businesses frantic for the funds to try to make it to another day with their business. And as so often happens, the rollout of the program was completely botched last year because the nation's biggest banks were looked at to handle the initial rollout. The banks totally messed it up, and only what they did was they only sent in applications for their most important large customers, ignored all the small ones. It is a national scandal how the nation's large banks handled the initial Paycheck Protection Program. It embittered small business owners so much that now that the program has been cleaned up, we're not hearing from people. They figure, why should I even bother? The fix is in. The banks are ruining this. Well, let me tell you, this time is different. In fact, so different that till next Wednesday, you got basically nine days, you are able to put in an application for the Paycheck Protection Program only if you are a very small business that has less than 20 people. None of those people the banks played favorites with before are allowed in at all. But the really good news, since the banks ruined the program a year ago, is that there are a lot of non-banks, credit unions and what are known as fintechs, that are part of the lending process now, and they don't play the dirty pool that the big banks play. So this is an opportunity that if you have a business that has been affected by coronavirus, your cash is terrible, your business has suffered, this money is available. And it's designed not to get you into a loan that you can't pay back, but to get you into a loan that as long as you qualify under the formula, you are eligible for loan forgiveness. So this is a huge difference, including for very small businesses. The application process later on for forgiveness is much, much easier than for bigger businesses. You may decide it's not worth it, or maybe, hopefully, luckily, 
your business is doing just fine right now and you don't even need the money. But I know a lot of stuff has gone on the last year, but the absolute hideous behavior of the nation's largest banks shows the consequences of none of the bankers being punished for the illegal behavior they engaged in that led through the banking scandals to the great recession that we had from 07 to 12. You know, when you're a crook and you get away with it, how do you expect behavior to change? Now, on that very positive note, Krista, (laughs) when do you ever hear me say something like, I'm going to say something really positive about the big banks today. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, here's something positive from Rob in Pennsylvania. He says, Clark, I know you don't like recommending books, but what resources do you have for startups and entrepreneurs? 2021 seems like a great year to really get into growing my freelance business into something more. Thanks for all the info you send out. So actually, one of my favorite places for you to go is not a book. It's to an organization called SCORE, the Service Corps of Retired Executives. SCORE.org is the website, and this is a volunteer organization of retired business people who love the free enterprise system, love entrepreneurship, and they are there to provide advice, counsel, and guidance, both in starting a business And when you hit those bumps in the road with a business that you have operating, they're there to provide that guidance. And they do it just out of their passion for entrepreneurs. My late uncle was a longtime volunteer with SCORE, and he loved doing it um, until the latter part of his life when he wasn't healthy enough to do it. And it is an opportunity for you to get that kind of sage guidance that could really be helpful to you. The other thing is there are a lot of entrepreneurs you might be able to network with online. Um, A lot of the books that entrepreneurs find helpful or useful tend to be more inspirational than specifically nuts and bolts about things you should do in operating your own business. And there are times as an entrepreneur you need that inspiration Uh, And it just depends on what book's writing style and author really appeals to you. Okay. Barry in Connecticut says, Clark, I know how much you like Costco Wholesale. I received a credit card reward certificate recently. It's not of a big amount. I called Citi to find out if I could have the amount credited to my account or receive a check instead of going to the warehouse. My wife has an autoimmune disease, and if I brought the virus home to her, she would likely not survive it. They connected me to Costco, and Costco said no and indicated the bank was in control. I was then told they may change their mind in December before the certificate expires. The terms and conditions on the back of the certificate make it clear that it's up to Costco's discretion. Someone did not tell me the truth. What do you think? This is something we actually dealt with before with Costco, And they've been firm on this, that you have to come into the warehouse. And one thing that completely puzzled me is why you can't use your certificate towards purchases at Costco.com. That's a clear condition they have. And I think it's been enough months, Krista, it would be good for us to reach out to Costco again about this 
I mean, you're talking about someone who, are they supposed to take a chance in killing their spouse or go in to get the money? I mean, that is an unacceptable choice, particularly as Costco is trying to grow Costco.com to say that you can't use the money against purchases at Costco.com seems really lame to me. So let's have a conversation, see we, if we can yep, we will give convince them. them. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as how Costco is handling coronavirus, it's my humble opinion that they are handling it better than any other retailer in the United States. When you look at the precautions they've put in place to protect their employees and their members, it is extraordinary how consistent they are with policies from store to store and all the thinking that's gone into making people as safe as possible. And maybe that has made them numb to issues like yours. And I think that they're the kind of company that should do the right thing by their members. And this is not the right thing, how they're doing things now. Dennis in Florida says, I've used T-Mobile money for many months. What is Clark's opinion on it? I believe it has the highest interest rate currently available. Is it safe? Yeah, T-Mobile money is awesome. And it's something that we take very few questions about. T-Mobile is trying to do what's called be a sticky. And if you're not familiar with that business concept, the idea is that you come up with multiple benefits for your customers so that they become more loyal to you. So Costco has, um, Costco, still Costco in mind. T-Mobile has um, the Tuesday program where they offer deals on Tuesdays and uh, you have the app for that and now they've got the T-Mobile money and they do these various things like the tie-in with Netflix where you get Netflix heavily reduced in certain cases free with certain T-Mobile cell phone plans, all about making it harder and harder for you to ever leave the T-Mobile web of services. And T-Mobile money, we have never had... What I said about it initially, I said, hey, it looks great. Let's see how they actually implement it, what the service and customer service are like. And to this moment, I guess no news is good news. We've had zero complaints about T-Mobile money as an alternative to using one of those big, bad, rotten banks. Brian in Illinois says, My iPad was stolen from a room at a hotel. I helped the police track it down using the tracking on my phone. I got the iPad and the perp was arrested. His girlfriend was in housekeeping. The hotel was very apathetic about it, didn't even apologize, but said they were glad that I got it back. Should I expect them to offer me any type of compensation, like a free night or extra points? No kidding. When it was an inside job and they had an employee who stole from you, that is ridiculous. And I don't know that this would work, but I would contact local television stations if they have an investigative unit, which is like the hot thing in local television news. And they love stories like that. An insider stealing from the customers. Details at six. This could happen to you. So (laughs) you think I've been in television news a long time? This is my 31st year in television news. So I'm making fun of myself. But anyway, that would be the pressure point because 
the hotels typically are run by private equity outfits or um, private enterprises that own a series of what they call flags, franchised hotels. And so the the buck does not stop with the name on the building. It stops with the owner of that individual property. And that's why that's where the pressure point would be is potentially with a television investigative report. Now, speaking of travel, next we're going to talk about how you should look at travel coming up later this year. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I keep trying to book travel, and my wife says, whoa, hold on, you're not booking travel yet. Driving me crazy, because... I used to travel so often, mostly for work, but I'm one of the few people who actually enjoyed traveling even for work. And something that always drove you crazy, Krista, is I loved airports. I loved everything about travel, the stuff that you hated, because you only liked being at the destination. You didn't like how you got there. Right, for sure. But, I mean, I, I didn't even mind the TSA lines. Oh, by the way, you're looking for a job? Weird during coronavirus? They're short 6,000 TSA officers. So if you were interested in a job that might bring in a paycheck, at least for a while, that's a thing you could look at is being a TSA officer, which you're like, they need people? But travel is going to come back intensely strong. And nobody more is teed up to go than people that are older, typically retired, who look at their remaining window when they feel good enough and they're mobile enough to travel, well, you know, they don't have as much time and they've lost a year and they're the first ones who got their vaccinations and they want to go. And so right now, airfares have been phenomenal. You know, that sale, if you might not have heard about it, but Southwest had one of their best sales they've had in years and years and years that ended this past weekend and it's because for now travel remains soft and it was no accident they cut that off that sale for travel till late may because they're expecting that as we move into summer especially into fall there's going to be very strong demand for travel we'll see i think it is what's going to happen is we got more and more shots in people's arms is it's going to bring the hospitality, restaurant, and travel businesses back to life. And so I'm encouraging you to look at, if you can find deals now, 
for travel later in 21, buy those deals now. Make sure that your money is not gone if you later decide it's not safe to go or whatever the circumstance is. You want to have the ability to at least have the full amount you've spent rolled forward to a future travel date free of any penalties. I've been looking at what the cruise lines are doing, and there are a lot of people that are 60 and over who are really chomping at the bit to go on cruises. And the cruise lines generally are not offering customer-friendly policies if you book cruises now. I don't recommend booking cruises until the industry reforms. And by reform, I mean that in this circumstance, with all the unknowns of coronavirus, that they have very generous policies on refunds or being able to roll full value forward. Um, Many of the cruise lines are making their deposits non-refundable, even if later you cannot go on that cruise. They're silent on what happens if they cancel the cruise. So do they just keep your deposit money even if they don't sell? Now remember, the cruise lines operate not under U.S. law, so they're free to do pretty much what they want to do. So any money you put up on any cruise... You have to look at it as spent money that you may forfeit because of the way the cruise lines have behaved. But with simple things like airline tickets, you have typically now much more customer-friendly policies than we've had historically. And if you think you're going to travel later this year and you can find a real deal right now, book it. Because I can tell you, when travel does come back, and I do believe it will come back this summer, you're going to see the fares go through the roof. Or, that's a bad analogy, sky high. (laughs) All right, Tom in Arizona says, I have over 150,000 Southwest Airlines mileage points. I'm getting my second COVID shot and will begin traveling again. Airfares are very low right now. I'm unsure whether to use my points or purchase tickets. Can you help? Southwest uses a straight formula that converts points into travel that is a direct ratio that means that you can do either. There's no particular reason you should hoard your points. And one thing I should tell you is Southwest has a great deal right now on getting the companion pass. If you apply for their, I think it's a $69 annual fee credit card, you then create eligibility by jumping through certain hoops to be able to bring a companion for free. When you book your travel, you can bring your designated companion with you free till February 28th, 22. So that tells you how many empty seats are flying around the skies that they're making that ultra-generous offer to you. And as somebody who obviously flies Southwest a lot, I would strongly recommend you do that to get that companion pass. Michelle in Georgia says, I booked a flight to Australia last February of 2020 as my best friend and I were going to a wedding. The pandemic shut travel down. I did purchase seats on this flight through an online site. 
I'm having a great difficult. Oh. I'm having great difficulty in getting a refund. Five calls, two emails, no response. What is the best step to get my refund? I also lost my job due to COVID, and this refund will be a huge help. I am really, really sorry. And as we experience so much, it's the third-party booking sites that really, really failed travelers. Uh, airlines were a mixed bag. But the third-party booking sites have been the source of more angst for more people following the flight cancellations of last year. So the law is pretty clear. If the airline canceled the flight, they did not operate it, the third-party booking site owes you a refund. And that doesn't mean anything if they just don't care what the law is. So what I would do is file a complaint with your state attorney general's office if they take complaints from consumers. And I would consider suing this particular third-party booking site in small claims court. You'd have to find out who their registered agent is in your state, which in most states you do with either the Secretary of State or Corporation Commission. And once you have sued them, They will have to answer, but your situation is not at all alone. Search online, see if there's any legal actions going on right now against this particular third-party seller who I am very well aware has not behaved under the law. And then this is a pretty fun one from Daniel in California. I was listening to the podcast on the way home after working another night on third shift as a hospital pharmacist. Clark started talking about Mark Cuban and his plan to sell more cost-effective generic meds. Clark then says, I know I'll say this drug name wrong, and I was waiting gleefully on how badly he'd butcher the generic name. To be fair, some drugs do have six, seven, even eight syllables, and I had physicians and nurses, nurses botch drug names all night, every night. To my amazement, Clark said the drug name correctly. I was so shocked, I nearly ran off the road. Thanks for ruining my for sure good laugh of the day. Ha ha, thanks for all that you do. You want to pronounce that name again, Clark? I'll never do it right a second time. I was just lucky. Albendazole? Yep. Is that right? I think. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, you know, you need to know I grew up going to Southern schools, and I never learned to effectively pronounce more than one and two syllable words. And my grammar remains terrible, which has always been a nightmare for you, Krista, having gone to northern private schools and oh being an English major. No. Okay. English major, at like the great, English major at the great, one of the hardest to get into schools in the United States, Boston College. Love BC. But I'll just say this. For all you Southerners who want to write into Clark Stinks now, just go to Clark.com slash Clark Stinks. No, it is. I mean... When I grew up, the South's completely different than when I was a kid. You know, it was a, a very, it was the poorest region of the United States. And there were a lot of things that, well, we were a little behind on in the South. And things have changed a lot over a few generations. You realize I've been around long enough that it's three generations plus since I was born. I'm an old guy. I'm not an old guy. You just want me to say goodbye? Not at all. Say goodbye. But I will be back. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for being a part of Team Clark. 
If you enjoy our podcast, why don't you subscribe and share it with your friends? 